struggling to make things right. That's how a superhero learns to fly. Hello there, beautiful souls, and a very warm welcome to this week's episode of Food for Thought. I'm Mickey Ruthman, the host of Food for Thoughts, and I am a life and business transformation coach, speaker, author, and strategist. And if you're new to this channel, welcome. I do hope you enjoy this episode. Go check out some of the other episodes as well. And if you've been with me for a while on this channel, welcome back. Thank you for your support. And I hope that this has added some value to your journey, which is really my mission with this channel. So I decided this week to address something that, especially this time of year, you know, a whole lot of us are in the headspace this time of year with it nearly being year end again. And especially now that we're not just a month and a half away from another year end, but from the end of another decade that we consciously and subconsciously sort of go into a headspace of assessing the year that has passed, uh, looking at the goals we set for ourselves this year and whether we actually reached them. And we begin to kind of think along the lines of setting goals for next year and for the next decade, perhaps even. So we're really in a headspace of assessing where we're at, where we want to be, how far we've come. And a lot of times, if you haven't smashed your goals that you set for yourself for this year, you're perhaps feeling a little bit you know, upset with yourself, disappointed, angry, sad, anything like that, because there's only a month and a half of this year left. But that's the thing, guys. The year is not finished just yet. So don't give up just yet on your goals that you set for this year. But what I do want us to chat about is... Something that really was interesting for me when I went on my conscious living journey or began to live more consciously and really go on a spiritual journey of understanding how, does, how do things work, why are we here, um, you know, and also to understand how do I co-create the life that I desire to have and self-actualize to the point of really living my best life possible and you know, my highest, as my highest self. So these were paradoxes that I picked up in how we reach that versus what we're supposed to do. And I want us to kind of address that today because one of the hardest things for me to do on my journey, for instance, for example, was to shift that whole thing of dreaming big but detaching from the outcome because I am a strategist, which means I'm hardwired to figure out the how, how are we going to get there to, you know, have a strategy plan in place. And for me to do that, I need to know what the end result is we're working towards. So it was really hard for me to understand what it means to detach from the outcome and how to detach from the outcome. So we'll be addressing that in this episode as well. But I want to begin by sort of looking at what they tell us about when we set goals and how to achieve our best life possible. And the five things we're usually told are something along the lines of that we need to dream big, okay? We need to be specific about our goals and our desires and the things we want to reach. In other words, be detailed about it. Um, we need to get excited and be expectant that it is going to happen, okay? In other words, be in a positive energy about it, all right? And we need to have an action plan, all right? We need to take action and have a plan in place. 
And then lastly, we're told that we need to kind of keep our eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the goal that you're trying to reach. So I want to read those for you again and give you sort of the paradoxes in those things when it comes to creating the life that you want. And we're going to talk one by one. I'll unpack them for you as well to understand why we need to do those things, but how to implement the paradox with that when it comes to conscious living and co-creating the life that you want. So let's begin with the first one. We're told to dream big, all right? Um, but the paradox in that is we're also told that don't dream too big because what happens, by the way, guys, so let's assume that you're putting this goal out there for yourself where you perhaps only right now earn 20,000 rand a month and the goal you're setting for yourself is I want to earn a million rand a month in the next year. Now, what happens inside of you is you literally set off what I call your bullshit meter in your brain, okay? So your ego immediately tells you not possible because firstly, you've never experienced that, okay? You've never had that before. It's a big leap from the 20,000 rand a month that you're comfortable with and that you know you can achieve and have achieved before. And it's quite a big stretch to the million. So you're setting off your BS meter in your mind, which in turn subconsciously is creating resistance, doubt, fear, anxiety inside of you. But here's the flip side of what's going on inside of you when you do that is... Our mind, we are hardwired initially, unless you're really on a journey to live consciously and learning how to do that. 98% of the time, our mind is actually thinking from and acting and reacting from our subconscious mind. So it's actually on autopilot, all right? And, you know, our mind is a limiting thing. It thinks and dreams from a limiting place. So at the end of the day, if you're setting goals for yourself, you're going to set goals that you kind of sort of think is believable, but they're still limited because you're dreaming from a limiting reasoning mind, okay? So how do you overcome that? How do you dream big? Let's begin there, okay? We'll address the paradoxes afterwards. So let's begin with how to dream big so that you don't dream from your limited or limiting mindset and beliefs. And the easiest way for us to do that, guys, is if you've got kids, sit and observe them. Or if you don't have kids, just sit back, relax, think back to your childhood, okay, or to other kids that you know. Because here's the thing, if you ask a five-year-old, what do you want to be one day? They boldly, without any limitation standing in their way, without even thinking about it or trying to reason out how it will happen, whether it can happen, whether it's possible for me, whether I'm good enough, whether I have the money, all the stuff that we go into, they just boldly, without a second thought, answer the president of the country, okay? Because they don't have those limitations. They don't think from their limiting mind like we do as adults, all right? Or their reasoning mind. They're not trying to reason it out. I mean, if you've got kids and they've asked you for a specific, they want a specific bicycle for Christmas 
those kids are not sitting there trying to figure out the how. How is this bike going to come? Where is the money going to come from? How are we going to make the money? They just ask for it and expect it to show up. They just dream big. Okay, they don't go for the smallest one. They go for the biggest one. And they don't for a second try and reason out how it's going to come or where it's going to come from. They just believe it's going to come. So for us to dream big, in other words, not from our limiting mind, but literally from our soul, okay, the capacity of our soul, our highest self, all right? In other words, that which is possible for us, we need to get back to being like a child who doesn't have those limitations. And whether it takes you really observing your child or you remembering and thinking back and reminiscing on when you were a child, how easy it was for you to just dream big and not worry about how it's going to happen at all. But you need to get back into that space of dreaming, thinking, believing, asking for, like a child, okay? Because that's how we dream big, is to really understand that we are, you know, if I'm from my logical reasoning mind trying to set goals, I kind of set them, but already with a belief in mind of what is and isn't possible for me. And those beliefs are limiting beliefs. They're not even true. They're not even real. They're beliefs that were formed through our lives from our childhood already that are subconsciously still with us. So we tend to write down what we think is possible for us instead of dreaming big. But the key here is, guys, that when dreaming big, you've got to dream big, right? That's key. But here's the thing, it's got to scare you just a little, okay, so that you know that it is something that you work for, firstly, but also because that is what's going to enable you to really realize that I cannot do this on my own. I need to co-create this with a higher power, with my higher power. I need support, I need help to reach this. So it's got to scare you just a little. But be mindful of, like I said, making big leaps when you set your goals. Rather, set something that is believable for you. So monitor how that feels inside of you when you set your goal. So like I said, for instance, if you're earning 20,000 Rand a month, and that's the only thing, or that's what you know, that's the most you've ever earned. Don't make the jump from 20,000 to wanting to earn a million a month. It's 20,000 Rand right now. But I am doubling that to 40. That is what, what my goal is. And once you reach the 40, guys, that's when you can up it again and say to yourself, right, so we've reached the 40 now. Let's go ahead and now double that again. So do it in chunks. But monitor inside of you. If there's any resistance, in other words, there's fear, there's anxiety, there's stress, there's disbelief, okay, when you set your goal, Monitor that because it's causing on a subconscious energetic level resistance inside of you. So the paradox then with dream big is that we need to dream big, but we must be careful of not setting off our bullshit meter in our brain. So I do hope that helps you how to really set goals where you can dream big, but without energetically self-sabotaging that by actually setting off the BS meter in your brain. Okay, so the second thing we need to do, like I said, is to be specific. We need to be really specific about what it is we want. In other words, don't just say, I want more money, um, but say how much you want, okay? In other words, when you're setting your goal, 
Be specific about what it is you want. What does that look like to you? What does an extra 20, 30, 40,000 rand a month look like to you? All right. What will it cause in your life? How will it change your life? How will it change the lives of other people or those people that are in your life if you were earning that extra 20, 30, 40,000 rand a month? So be specific about what it is you want. And here's the thing, guys. If you're working for yourself, don't just say, I want 20,000 rand a month. Be specific how you want that money to come in, where you want it to come in from. In other words, if you want to earn an additional 20,000 rand a month, you want to jump now from 20,000 rand a month to 40,000 rand a month, that's the new goal you've set for yourself, is to actually tell yourself how you want to earn that. Be specific about that. In other words, I want... Two high-paying clients, corporate clients that are, um, you know, long-term contracts versus if you don't say that. So the, the extra money might come in, but you might have to work your ass off for it, okay? You might have to work with 20 different clients who are paying you a 1,000 rand each that you work your ass off for versus having two high-paying clients that make up that money. Plus... Be more specific. Say, say exactly what it is you want. You want it to be corporates. You want it to be executives. You want it to be coaches. Um, you want it to be women. Whatever the case may be, be specific about how you want that money to come in. Okay, so write that down. But now here's the paradox is we need to be specific about what we want. Okay, but we need to detach from the outcome. So how do we get specific in other words, this is exactly what I'm looking for. This is what I want and this is what it looks like. Exactly. Okay. But now detach from the outcome. That's quite difficult. And that was a huge shift for me to make. I, I found this really hard, like I said, especially being a strategist. So here's how we detach from the outcome while being specific, guys. So here's the thing, guys, is when we're being specific about what we want, okay, I want to go back to the same example we used here now. Let's say you're earning 20,000 Rand a month, like I said, and you now want to set a new goal for yourself that you want to earn 40,000 Rand a month. And what you just did, like I said, you've got to drill that down and really be specific about what does that extra 20,000 Rand a month coming in look like. In other words, how many clients, what type of clients, how will it come in? Um, what is your, your bigger dream? What is your specifics behind it? Okay. And here's the thing, is when you're being specific about it, you are actually seeing this 20,000 Rand extra a month, this 40,000 Rand a month, is just representing something to you. It's representing a deeper desire, okay, and a deeper intention behind why you want this money. And that, guys, is how we detach from the outcome. So how that looks practically is once you ask yourself, okay, so what does 20,000 Rand a month extra look like to me? What would my life look like? And perhaps you wrote down that I would be spending more time with my kids. I would be spoiling my wife. I would be traveling more. I would be doing more things that I enjoy, whatever the case may be, whatever you wrote down there, is to ask yourself, how would it feel to do those things? Because here's the thing. That specific thing that you're asking for is just representing the way you actually want to feel. It's not necessarily the money, the 
person, the new job, the whatever, the clients, the whatever you wrote down that you're after. Your soul's real desire and your intention behind wanting that thing is that which it represents. For example, perhaps an extra 20,000 rand a month represents to you security. It represents to you safety. It represents to you freedom. All right. So identify those because here's the thing. This is how we detach from the outcome is when we identify what our real intention is behind why we want the things that we want. That is when we can really hone in on, but how is it that I want to feel? And here's the thing, guys. Feeling supported, feeling, um, you know, freedom, all of that stuff can be achieved in several other ways and not just through money. And here's the thing, is when we attach that thing, in other words, the money, the extra money, to that's what's going to make me feel a certain way. We actually cause a lot of fear inside ourselves, number one. And number two, we're closing the door for divine intervention to come in and for that which we desire to come in in other ways, shapes, or forms because we're blocking it. Okay, We've decided that freedom, support, uh, security, all the stuff that we desire looks like an extra 20,000 rand a month, where if you don't attach it to a specific thing and you focus on how you want to feel, that is when other things can happen, all right? That is when you can literally co-create this and already do more things that make you feel supported, that make you feel secure, that make you feel freedom, all right? Which, by the way, in that case, you are already at an energetic match for the thing that you want, but you can do more of those things already. But now you're opening up to other avenues of bringing you the way you want to feel. Okay. Perhaps, you know, if, if you're not blocking it by it has to come in in the form of extra money every month or an extra 20,000 rand a month, that's when you're opening to the magical world of the divine that just really brings things on your path. Like perhaps someone gives you a car uh, or you win a car. You know what I'm saying? So... That's really how we detach from the outcome is to really look at what is my real intention behind this? What is it that I really want? What is it that this thing that I'm saying I want represents for me? How is it that you want to feel? Okay. And that's really key, guys, because that's how we detach from the outcome is when we don't attach it to a thing, we attach it to a feeling because it's easier to achieve a particular feeling. All right than it is to try and achieve a thing, all right? Plus, like I said, we're actually blocking divine solutions from coming in once we decide what the solution looks like, all right? What the outcome has to be, okay? So the second thing that we're told to do to really self-actualize and live the lives we want and co-create the lives that we desire to have is to get excited about the stuff that we want. In other words, get excited and expectant now that I've asked for it, I've set the goal and it's going to come. All right. It has to happen. And here's the thing, guys. The paradox to that is, again, that we're told to get excited and expectant, but at the same time detach from the outcome. So here's, the, here's how you get excited and, you know, expectant about that the things you've asked for are coming, but at the same time detach from the outcome is exactly what I gave you in the previous step is to focus on how it is you want to feel. Because here's the thing. When you don't close it off 
to it has to come in in the form of x in other words it has to the the end result the way that i'm going to get this has to come in in the form of an extra 20,000 rand a month but you're opening up to the divine to bring divine solutions divine guidance in, uh, intuition um inspired action that you've got to take then you can be excited and expectant because then you're opening yourself up to divine guidance to actually help you to achieve that goal so it becomes a co-creative exciting process because you don't know what's going to happen today and you don't know what the next step is but you're kind of expectant and waiting for that guidance for the support to come for these wow awesome things to happen so that's really how we detach from the outcome and remain excited you know the the co-creation process is not a stressful process when you're co-creating your life with a higher power and you're consciously doing that it is a playful dance it is fun it is exciting it's not stressful and that is how we're going to remain excited and expectant that this is going to happen and detach from the outcome at the same time is when we open up to that other avenues other things can come in for me to feel this way it doesn't have to be this particular thing this amount of money or that person or that job okay so that's how we detach from the outcome guys and then the next thing we're told to do is to take action and to plan but at the same time to surrender so though that's a bit of a paradox right because on the one hand you're now taking action and you've got this little plan you're following your little plan but you're told to surrender so now where's my plan now okay so here's here's how that works guys is have an action plan in other words here's how i want to feel my action plan is that i'm going to go do these things that already make me feel supported already make me feel successful already make me feel the way i want to feel that i thought this thing represents for me right okay so how can i already begin to do things to feel that way already in other words take action that is aligned with that which you want to achieve that which you want to feel okay in other words if when you think about your childhood or spend time with your parents that's when you feel supported do more of that because your desire your end goal you're looking for is to feel supported okay so begin to do that so you can feel supported now already while you are waiting for that manifestation to happen all right so you can already feel it before it even shows up so that's part of your action plan part of your action plan might look like i'm going to begin to meditate in the morning so that i can connect to divine guidance for the day to actually show me the solutions and the creative solutions that are available to me all right so that i could be open to it so that could be your action plan but at the same time because you're co-creating you're asking for the guidance you're leaving things open to it coming in in other ways and not just in the way you decided it has to that is real surrender guys because here's the thing is you know i often hear from clients for instance that and this is part of detaching from the outcome and and surrendering whatever happens then is let me use an example let's say that the love of your life you believe this person was the love of your life and they just broke up with you now one of two things usually happens in that time you either go into controlling mode trying to fix it yourself all right or manipulate the uh, the situation to have the outcome that we want okay or we go to our higher power and we surrender it to him and we say listen i don't know how to fix this i believe this is my soulmate 
please bring us back together, whatever you're asking, all right? So you're kind of surrendering. But now that person doesn't come back. They actually end up breaking up with you. So it doesn't look like the outcome that you had in mind, that you wanted, okay? So surrender really is a process of no matter what happens, you're still going to surrender that and believe that whatever is happening now is still for my highest good and for the highest good of all involved and part of the process of me having that which I actually desire and asked for. In other words, the way I want to feel. So surrender really is a daily process, guys, because we don't understand how the divine works all the time. Things happen and it doesn't look like us. Like, to us, it doesn't look like the way it should look or the outcome we wanted. But it's part of a divine plan, no matter what it looks like. So that's really how we can not just detach from the outcome, but really surrender and not have this picture in our heads of what does the solution look like. We're opening up to the divine and then whatever happens from then, we keep surrendering and we keep believing that this is still part of the plan. I'll never forget the day that I felt spirit say to me because I was moaning about something that happened in my life and I couldn't believe it happened and it was so unfair and how could this happen? This is not what I asked for. I don't deserve this, blah, blah, blah. I went through all of that stuff, the real pity party. And I really felt spirit saying to me, how arrogant of you to assume that God has lost control. And I always remember that. When something happens that to my limited human mind or my limited eyes don't look like part of the plan or what I had asked for is busy happening. All right. So I hope that helps you guys to still be able to take action and plan, but surrender on a daily basis. Surrender the outcome to a higher power that is co-creating with you. That doesn't mean you sit back and do nothing. You do your part but you're co-creating and that's what makes the co-creation process so exciting and why we can be expectant, all right, because there's a higher power working with us. And then lastly, guys, we're told to usually keep our eye on the goal, all right, but the paradox in that is that we're told to keep our eye on the goal, but that we need to remain present and have guidance every step of the way. So how do I look at the end result that I want, the end goal? But at the same time, remain present and open to guidance and things like that. Again, guys, we've changed the goal now. The goal is not that thing, all right? You got very specific about it, but you also went and identified how is it that that will make me feel. So the example I usually use here with my clients as well is, you know, one day what Spirit showed me was, it showed me a GPS. So if I am sitting in Pretoria and I'm driving to Cape Town, and I program into my GPS that I'm going to Cape Town. The reality of the matter is when I'm sitting in my car in Pretoria ready to leave, I cannot somewhere on the horizon see Cape Town yet, right? And it's going to be a heck of a long ride and a stressful ride if I keep looking at the horizon and wondering why I can't see Cape Town yet, right? It's quite a far drive between Pretoria and Cape Town. So here's the thing, guys, is I've asked for what I want. So I've programmed where I'm going into my GPS, but now I have a long journey ahead. And if my eyes are on the horizon the whole time, trying to see where the heck Cape Town is and going into fear because I can't see it yet and going into distrust because I don't think I'm going to Cape Town because I can't see Cape Town, 
you know, all of that stuff going on, going into fear, mistrust, anxiety, stress, all of that stuff. That's what's going to happen when you keep your eyes on the horizon, trying to see the end result the whole time. But while I am driving there, I've got to trust that I have programmed it into the GPS. That is where I'm going. But if I'm not looking right in front of me at the next 200 meters, but my eyes are on the horizon instead, I cannot see the next 200 meters in front of me. I cannot see when I need to swerve out for a pothole or when I need to slow down for another car um, or where I perhaps need to pull pull uh, you know off of the road to see some of the scenic beauty that is on the side of the road so that is really how we can begin to keep our eyes on the prize in other words keeping your eyes on the prize looks like this guys is you've programmed it into the gps you have done these steps you've dreamed big okay um but you didn't dream too big to let your BS meter go off. You got specific about what you want, but you detached from the outcome by really drilling down and looking at what my true intentions are and how it is that I actually want to feel. All right. You've gotten excited and expectant about it because you've detached from the outcome and you're kind of waiting to see what's happening next and you already believe that you're going there because you've programmed it into the GPS so now you can enjoy the journey and enjoy the ride okay and you've already taken action you've got your action plan you planned it into the GPS you packed your little um, box full of snacks for the road you've put your petrol in the car so now all that's left to do is to surrender to the GPS that it is now leading you the next 200 meters, the next 200 meters to your destination, right? So that is what it looks like, guys. That is how we achieve our goals, is to really surrender, dream big, but taking all of these paradoxes in mind as well while we're doing it, because that's why most people aren't smashing their goals. They're focusing on a particular thing. They're not getting specific about it. Um, they're setting off their BS meter in their head with most of the stuff that they're deciding to do or what they want. They're focusing on the stuff and it's too big and it's scary and all of that stuff. Um, they struggle to get excited about the journey because they're focusing on something that is not here yet. In other words, you're actually focusing on lack instead of I already have this. Okay, And it's difficult to be excited and expectant when you're trying to reason out the how with your logical mind and it doesn't seem possible. Okay, so the key to really self-actualizing, co-creating the life that we want, setting goals for ourselves and really, really reaching the things that we want to reach in our lives, our highest possible capability, potential, our higher self that inherently, by the way, is in all of us. We all have this little thing inside of us that is hardwired to want to self-actualize to that which we were created to be. That's why we're humans who are constantly evolving and asking a million questions all of the time and trying to figure things out all of the time is we want to self-actualize. We want to reach our highest possible potential that is already inside of us. But we get so bogged down with the stuff on the journey and trying to do it ourselves and trying to control things ourselves that we end up going into fear, we go into doubt, we go into anxiety, we go into stress. And like I said earlier on in this program, guys, the co-creating of your life, the co-creation process is playful. It is. It involves fun. It involves excitement. It involves love. It involves 
all of the beauty that you can think of. It doesn't involve the stress, the anxiety, and even, guys, when things don't go like I perhaps planned or thought they would turn out, I'm still excited and expectant because I see that as part of divine guidance to keep me on the right path towards what it is that I have asked for. And here's the thing, guys. You know, we spoke about um, that we're attaching that which we desire to a specific thing, but it's actually the way we want to feel. That is why so many people, guys, that actually reach success and they begin to make millions and millions of rands or dollars or whatever it is, are still so damn unhappy is because they believed that the money, the success, whatever their goals were that they set, the things that they were going for, was going to bring them the way they actually wanted to feel. And here's the thing, guys, is if it's a feeling that you're after, if you want to feel free, you want to feel supported, you want to feel um, successful, all right, the feeling is something that can never be taken from you. Wealth can be taken in a moment, in a foul swoop, something can happen. But the way you feel can never be taken from you. All right. So when you're working towards the goal of how you want to feel, firstly, it feels more attainable. Secondly, it is more attainable All right, to, to work towards how you want to feel. And that is really when we're opening ourselves up, like I said, to magical divine things happening that really causes us to create those feelings and sustain them. Because isn't that really what we're after? We're after not just the feeling, but sustaining that no matter what. So guys, I really hope that this has helped you. And I just want to recap for you the five steps to self-actualization and really co-creating the life that you want. In other words, how to set goals but actually smash them, right? So the paradoxes that are in it. And the first one is to dream big, but to make sure you don't set off your BS meter in your head, okay? So do it in chunks. The sick, and also, by the way, sorry, before I forget, to dream like a child, because a child doesn't have limitations. Secondly, guys, to be specific. In other words, drill down, okay? It's not the thing you're after. What is really behind it, and what does it really look like? for you to have that thing, okay? And at the same time, detach from the outcome. In other words, focus on how it is you want to feel and how you can do that now already. Get excited and expectant, all right? And also at the same time, detaching from the outcome. Take action, have a plan of what you're going to do to implement now already to feel the way you want to feel, okay? Because it's really the feeling that you're after, okay? Um, and at the same time, surrender that, all right, so surrender the outcome, surrender to the GPS, you've put the coordinates in, you've said what you want, you've done your planning, you've put petrol, everything in the car, so surrender the trip and enjoy the ride, guys, it's a beautiful scenic drive, enjoy it, okay, and then lastly, keeping your eye on sort of the goal, but actually just enjoying the drive for now, like I said, so you've got your goal, you've already programmed where you want to go into the GPS. So all that's really left to do is to just be present for the next 200 meters at a time 
Let it unfold and be excited about it, guys. When you're co-creating, some amazing stuff happens. So you get to get expectant and excited. Every day I wake up with this expectancy of, ooh, what's going to happen today? What am I going to see? How is divine guidance going to be speaking to me and supporting me and showing me stuff and bringing opportunities on my way? So, guys, I hope that that has helped you to really consciously set your goals for next year and for the next decade to come from a conscious place, all right, and um, really having fun with this, and absolutely this year, this coming year, smashing them, and like I said, this year is not done yet, guys, there's still a month and a half left, so don't give up yet, don't go into negativity, perhaps go through these steps, reassess some of the things that you feel you haven't smashed this year yet, and implement it straight away, there's still a month and a half of this year left, so guys, I do hope that that has helped you. I'd love to hear back from you as to which one of these you're going to go implement or you have perhaps implemented, but you weren't sure how to deal with the paradox. But give me some feedback. Please do go and leave a rating or a review on this podcast channel or simply tag me in a post on Instagram or Facebook. My handles are in the show notes for you guys. Connect with me over there as well. I'd love to hear some more and join in your journey over there too. And alternatively, guys, you can just go to my website, connect with me there if you have any questions. But I'd love to hear some of your feedback, some of your aha moments from this episode. And here's to consciously creating the life that you want, the new year that you want, okay, from a space of understanding what we need to do and the paradoxes that are involved and how they work. So guys, this is me signing off as usual. I'm signing off just with a song that I enjoy, something that I love or that has special meaning to me. And I do hope that you're going to enjoy this with me. But until next time, guys, go smash your goals and have a fantastic week.